a month, and even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed. And they're the stuff inside your stuff, even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times, when we were more active and ate more healthy foods, and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. since I heard the beginning. <laughs> it's so funny because really quick, I mean, not that we don't have a lot of time because it's just, it's just the two of us tonight. Um, you know, lately I've been, I've been telling Alex and Lyle the story that getting home for me has been an absolute nightmare. Um, at the same time, 
I love my new paychecks. Can I tell you? (laughs) (laughs) This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, the only wrestling talk show here on WWSRN. I am your host, Josh Silverberg. We will be joining you up from 5.30 to around 6.50, leading you into Weapons Hot with CJ and the gang. Of course, Jimmy Jardine is there. Kevin Jackson is there. Uh, Spotty Blackman, as he likes to be nicknamed, um, good dude. So, they'll be talking all New York Jets and I'm sure other stuff as well. My co host tonight, my co pilot, my original partner for Off the Map, um, because Lyle was not here tonight, feeling under the weather, Mr. Alex Slows. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Josh. It's been an amazing week, a lot of big things happening in the world of wrestling. I can't wait to get into, into a, a lot of the big topics we have, including Elimination Chamber. G.O.D. being kicked out of Bullet Club, and then Jeff Hardy maybe possibly going to AEW. There's so much to get into, so stick with us the whole way through the show. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot. I mean, we'll get into the Jeff Hardy stuff later. He confirmed he will be going to AEW. It's just when his 90-day clause is up. Um, We're going to get into some stuff with Cesaro, which came out of left field yesterday. Um, We'll, you know, we'll get into AEW. And all that good stuff. We'll get into Elimination Chamber. But we begin with something that... uh, Actually, hold on. See, this is what happens when I haven't done this in a while. I forget things. Um, Here's how you can listen to WWSRN every single week. You can check us out by downloading our app. Type in WWSRN on the Apple Store. If you have an iPhone, if you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store. Type in Worldwide Sports. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch. You name it, we're on it. All you do is download the app. It's free. You could listen to all the shows. Maybe something you might have missed. You could watch or listen to it again. If you're driving, listen to the audio feed. You could read all of our wonderful articles that we have here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and WorldwideSportsRadioNetwork.com. Don't forget, we are also on bodyslam.net as well hopefully cassidy haynes is feeling much better with his back issue we've been seeing good things i've been texting with him um he's in good spirits so cassidy doing whatever better don't forget to check out bodyslam.net as well so we are on world sports radio network.com world sports radio.com and bodyslam.net check out bodyslam.net's youtube page all that good stuff that's on there they do an amazing job one of the best um insiders in professional wrestling when it comes to news and inside scoops and all that good stuff with the gang all there at body slam and we're so happy to be with of course the worldwide sports Media network and body slam partnering up with both of them we think it's great um you also check out our off the mat page we could you could check out on uh the twitter page and alex will get all the info on that as well if you'd like to give that that info alex so when you click on that link underneath our twitter bio it'll take you to the website where you will have access to upcoming pay-per-views and shows for 2022 a show archive that includes all the recent episodes that we have done and the past episodes of off the mat we have a special guest interview page with all the special guests that we have had on off the mat an ACW American Combat Wrestling page, and so much more. So please feel free to check all of that out and all that we have available. Absolutely. And we hope Lyle feels better. He'll be back with us yeah. next week. Um, for sure. Uh, again, we have a lot to get into and, and so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Buddy Murphy. or Buddy. Yeah, that was, that buddy was big. I, that uh, was a big, big surprise. 
Betty, Buddy Matthews um, debuting, so we'll get into all AW stuff. But Alex, do you have the Kenny Omega interview up on your page? Do you have? I have the article from uh, the Sportster about it. Uh, okay, so really quick before we let you read the quotes, if I just want to give the fans a quick synopsis of what's going on. So pretty much Kenny Omega had an interview, I believe it was about a week ago, <clears throat> and he gave a lot of insight on AEW. He gave a lot of insight on Cody leaving AEW, correct? That's all in the article. That should be all there, um, if I'm not mistaken. Did you did you find those parts? Yeah, I did. Okay, perfect. So do you want to read? I want you to read so, so pretty much Kenny talking about Cody leaving AEW. Alex is going to read some of those mm-hmm. quotes from the interview. So Kenny Omega said, when this when this thing AEW first started, the most passionate person of our revolution, the most passionate person of creating the the us versus them mentality was Cody. It was strange for him to just choose to up and walk away. And that's what Kenny Omega is saying because he knows uh, Cody Rhodes very well. These two have wrestled against each other. They They have worked on all sorts of different projects as EVPs. So they basically knew each other like a book. And uh, Omega goes on to say that he's heard Cody was on a flight to Saudi Arabia. If that makes him happy, that makes him happy. He thinks it's ironic that Cody has decided to take up with the enemy and that Rhodes kind of invented his own head. Invented in his own head, excuse me. When when this thing AEW first started, and yeah, he goes on to say that, how passionate he he was and how him and uh, Tony Khan were basically on the same page. And uh, I feel to me, I don't think this was, I don't think this, I, what Kenny said, he doesn't think it was a money issue. I believe this was all a money issue. It had to, it, like, it has to, there just has to be more on the table. Everybody so we, wants more, you know? So we, we, we digested it last week. We got into it. We talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a lot to say. In, in regards to me not being happy with how Tony Khan handled the situation. And, you know, to me, I, I feel like, and again, I know it's a business decision. And again, if yeah, you want to comment, you could comment. Please do so. I'm on the Facebook page. I will read your comments. Um, no snug. Uh, Lyle is not here this week. So if you're going to comment about Lyle, well, sorry. Um, and then Omega goes on to say that he and the Young Bucks never wanted to go to war with Vince and WWE, but gave fans an option and built another option to tell wrestling stories and their style of wrestling. Even though the Bucks have taken repeated stubble shots at WWE, again, the Bucks and I, we weren't weren't in this for the war. All the guys and gals in WWE were doing are doing their thing and always wishing we always wish the best for those guys. And Omega goes on to say that. Cody leaving AEW had a lot to do with losing power to book creative and seemed to also be confirmed by Omega who said AEW is very much Tony Khan's thing and his baby. We were there to support it in any way that we can't, we, we could. It's very possible that this current version of AEW wasn't a good fit for Cody Rhodes. Do you agree with that, Josh? Do you agree with all the statement from Omega and what he's saying there? It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to take in. Um, I think the problem was Cody was kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little bit uh, in my eyes because the the roster is so stacked. 
Mm-hmm. Now listen, is Cody one of the best wrestlers in the world? No. Absolutely. No. He is maybe. I, I know I, he's not in my eyes. Maybe. He's, he's good. He's good, but he's not the best. No, he's good. Um he does he does good promos if they're not cheesy and cliche like he had been doing. Um you know, to me I think Tony Khan kind of used him as a pawn in a way mm-hmm. to get guys over when they first started. And I agree. It's like, it's like I said last week to Lyle and, and to you, Alex, when somebody takes, you know, mm-hmm. you take my job, for example, and I, I don't like to use always my job as an example, but take it as an example, right? I'm, I'm a phys ed teacher at a public school mm-hmm. and they say to me, okay, we're going to, you could still work at the school, but we're going to take away some powers from you. You're now going to be like a, a teacher's, a, a TA or something like that, or you're going to be a helper in the office. When you take something away from somebody that they love so much. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. It's like, how are you supposed to accept that and take that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where Cody was. That's where he was at that point. That's always where it was. And, yeah. and, and you know, you know, stuff with, you know, I mean, Brandy wasn't working out at all. I mean, no. we, we could go back and forth on Brandy. And to me, it sounds like a power issue and a money issue combined. That's and, exactly what it is. Yeah. And I feel like Cody. Cody basically he helped get AEW where it is. He helped it get get off the ground and running. And I feel like it to him it feels kind of unfair and uh strange that Tony Khan would not acknowledge him and give him the certain spotlights that he wanted. Well, he was getting the spots. He was getting the spotlights, Alex. It, it's just he the <clears throat> I think this all stemmed back to um, with with the whole thing with the person, I think, and you and you could see it on the road to the top show. This started with the Anthony Agogo situation, where the weigh in mm-hmm. was just such a disaster, and the fans were more excited about the fireworks than they were about the weigh in. And Tony Khan, you could see him backstage saying, "What the hell were they doing? It was a disaster. It didn't flow. It didn't work well. Things were just not. <clears throat> they were not organized. No, and." You know, and it just feels like to me that Cody wanted the same spotlight and opportunities and booking that CM Punk and Brian Danielson were getting. Well, that was the other thing, right? Like, so, I mean, we just saw it this past the other day. Brian Cage got his option picked up. Mm -hmm. Brian, you know, Jericho's got his picked up. The Bucks, Omega, all these guys. Plus, they're signing Danielson. They're signing Malachi Black. They're signing... Uh, Buddy, Buddy Punk, they're signing all these players yep. into this roster and, and Cody's doesn't get picked up. It's kind of fugazi a little bit because I think it stems more than just, Hey, I don't want to be just a wrestler. I helped start this promotion and now you're taking power away from me. It's like, well, it doesn't make any sense, but we're getting a little off topic here. Mm-hmm. Going back to what, what Kenny Omega said. I understand where Kenny's coming from. I do too. You know, it's Kenny's stating pretty much that, listen, he has to do what makes him happy, but it kind of is odd that he started something against that company and he's going back there. Well, at the same time, play devil's advocate here, 
because that's what I do best. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody's got to make a living for himself and his family. Let's be honest; he's mm-hmm. not doing he's not doing the Go Big Show anymore. The Rose to the Top Show was renewed, but was never announced. Now it's officially been scrapped. I know Cody still has um, all this stuff. Oh, my neighbor James is watching. He said, "Yo, yo, love it." And to me, you know, tell you should tell Ali to James. You should tell Ali to watch it. I'm just saying you should tell him to watch the show. Um, when when I look at the situation at hand, when it comes to what Kenny is saying, so you got to make a living. Don't mind that upstairs. Probably my dog running around upstairs. Um, you know. James, there's no hockey talk on this show. It's this wrestling show. If you want the hockey talk, you got to listen to Wednesday and Thursdays at 9 p.m., which I don't know if you want me to. <laughs> Trust me, I, lo- I love talking hockey. Alex knows that about me. I love talking hockey. Um, um, yeah, but going thing, back off of you were saying. Is, really quick, Alex, the whole thing going back to what, what Kenny said, mm-hmm. you got to make a living. Yep. You have to be able to support for yourself and your family. The bigger thing that I have and the question that I have is, okay, Cody had a very condensed, small schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, one day a week. Now he's going to have to do all this stuff with WWE. It's the house shows, Raw, SmackDown. If they Paper want him to do NXT yeah. stuff, if they want him to do this stuff and, and that stuff, it's very different from what he was doing in AEW mm-hmm. and he has a, he has a baby at home. Um, you know, from what love you, Justin, Justin, I say hi back. Um, when it comes to what it is that, that, that Cody is trying to accomplish here. I mean, listen, WWE probably offered him a fortune mm-hmm. and I'm sure sh- my, I don't think he went back to Tony and said, this is what WWE is offering me. Can you match it? I think it was kind of just, uh, I'm out. I'll see you later. But the thing is, he's still promoting AEW. He's still telling people, please watch AEW. Support AEW. Watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Kenny feels a little annoyed at the situation, at the fact that he left. Not that he left. But he left to go to WWE. WWE. I think if it was New Japan, which that was never going to happen because he's not going to Japan, or Impact or something like that, I think it would have been okay. But I think going to WWE after everything that's been going on with them, it's just a very tough pill to swallow, I think. But Yeah, it is. You no, know, But let's be real here. Cody, Cody is not as friendly with the Bucks. And Kenny, like Kenny and the Bucks are that elite, no pun intended, that elite group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cody, Cody was kind of there, but then when he got to AEW, it kind of got distant. Like they distanced yeah. themselves. Cody did the Nightmare Factory, and Kenny and the Bucks were doing their thing. Yeah, and, and you can tell the fans weren't really on board with it. And after a while, Cody was getting booed every single night. Well, because the fans wanted it. This goes back to a John Cena situation. Mm-hmm. The fans wanted yeah. a heel turn. Cody did not want to do it. Um, Same and scenario. He explained himself. So to me, when I look 
I, I, I agree, Kenny, what Kenny is saying that he's kind of flat, a little shocked that he's going to WWE, a place that he talked about he didn't want to do. Money talks. You got to make a living for your family. I just want Cody to know he's not getting that schedule that he got in AEW. That's gone. Yeah, that's he's going to get window. heavy duties, house shows, weekends, pay per views, Raw SmackDown, NXT, plus be at the Performance Center, which I believe he already lives in Georgia anyway, so he's already close to Orlando as it is. Yep. Um, to me, I think it, it, there's going to be a lot of opinions on it. There are. Um, AEW is still doing their thing. Revolution is looking like a stacked card. Oh, it looks phenomenal uh, so far. The card. And if you think that's a stacked card, wait until double or nothing happens. I mean, that's going to be even bigger, which is crazy to think about. But in my opinion, I got the point what Kenny was saying. It's tough to – it's tough. You can't really pick a side because at one side it's – Kenny's saying, I understand he, he needs to do what's best for him. We all, we're all we all rooting for him, but we're a little shocked that he's going to WWE. Cody's side is, I need to make money for my family. All of my projects are gone. I still have my cigar business with, with, Freddy, with Frankie Kazarian, which, by the way, those cigars, and I'm a cigar fiend, those cigars are very expensive. Um you still have that business, but that's not going to make that's not going to pay the bills. No, now, Cody has a lot of money as it is, but WWE probably offered him an extremely extremely lucrative lucrative offer that probably was just out of this world, unbelievable. I can't turn it down, and he probably spoke with Vince, and Vince. Now listen, guarantees with Vince are always sketchy, right? Like, yeah, there's one thing. But I'm sure you, Vince told him, go the other you're going to be a big part saying. of this company. Yeah. You're going to be a big part of this brand. Because let's face it, Cody's the first guy to jump from AEW to WWE. But now again, we don't know. We don't if, know the status. We don't know if he signed yet. No, we do not. We do not. Thing, oh, he's been at the Performance Center. But, you know, now people are saying, oh, he hasn't signed yet. Oh, he like Kenny said. Oh, we heard. I heard he was traveling to Saudi Arabia, but he wasn't at the show. You know, what I mean, like he wasn't on the the pay per view. No. So it's, I don't know who to believe or what to believe. I do think from years from now, maybe Cody will come back to AEW. I like to think and I like to hope that's the case. I don't know. Um, I think Cody's character. He's gonna have he's gonna have a lot of handcuffs on him with what he can do, what he can't do. His creative control, unless Vince gonna be very limited, yeah. It's over. Mm -hmm. Which I would like to think Vince is going to give him that creative control. Now, the thing is, too, is he's always wanted to win from what I've read, the WWE championship, which is something that the Rhodes family has never done. His dad didn't do it. His brother didn't do it. Nope. So, I mean, and Dusty worked for years with WWE. Oh, we'll that? see if, if Vince actually goes through with it and gives him those those opportunities. Again, that's a what if, right? There's, yeah, a, lot a, of what if, there's a lot of what if scenarios with this whole thing. Is the creative control going to be there? Is he going to be able to do what he wants to do? Can he have the opponents that he wants to face? I can think of a match against Seth Rollins 
that would be a that would be a hoot if that match were to happen. But to me, we just have to wait and see what yeah. control Cody is allowed to do in WWE. I do think if he is signed, I'd like to think he'd be at WrestleMania. Um, who would he fight at WrestleMania? My ideal opponent for him would be Seth Rollins. I'd like to see that match. You could even put him up against Edge. I'd love to see that. I I I think that's going to be AJ. I think Uh, AJ. That's going to be Styles. Okay. I think it's going to be Styles in that match with Edge. I think that that's always been a big match that people have been wanting to see. Um, you know, but we'll see. But Mm -hmm. we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we are going to get into some dynamite talk. We're going to get into the CM Punk MJF promo. Um, we're going to still get into the Jeff Hardy conversation. We're going to get into the Cesaro conversation. We're going to get into the whole thing with the Bucks and Red Dragon and Cole. Where do they all fit? And then, of course, we're going to get into Elimination Chamber. Um, we'll give our thoughts on that show. We'll get to our finishing move. We have a lot to get into, so stick with us right here for the next 45, 50 minutes. Right here. This is Off the Net on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Of course my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear facing, forward facing? I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me. 
or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Are you ready? Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Uh, Josh, we can't hear you. You're muted. I got a guest. <laughs> Somebody wanted to say hi. Say hi? If he says hi now, that would be impressive. He's rec- He loves watching AEW Dynamite with me. It's like a big, like, <laughs> he stares at it. It's like the funniest thing. Who do you like? Who do you like in di- who do you like on AEW? Do you like uh I think he said hangman? Oh, you like it? He smiled when you said that. Like, <laughs> hangman? Yeah. Okay. You like hangman? Okay, me too. Daddy likes hangman too. We're back here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This and bodyslam.net. This is off the mat. Uh I'm Josh Silver with Caleb. My co-host, of course. Mr. Alex Lowe's. So we have a lot that we need to get into still with Dynamite and everything mm-hmm. like that. And there was so much to really digest this week, Alex, when it came to Dynamite, because obviously you have Revolution, which is... I think Ooh. it's in another week or so. Which I can't believe you're not going. No, I tried to get tickets for it. In, uh, the first day the tickets came out, I tried to get uh, a good seat. Every every seat I wanted was sold out within 24 okay. hours. Well... He wants to know why you're not going either. <laughs> it sold out is like super fast. Is like hey, as soon as I tried to get the tickets. Listen, it sold out. What do you want me to say? Okay. <laughs> so you know, and this look, he's like bobbling. He's like a bobblehead. <laughs> you know. So. But yeah, oh. going off uh, AEW Dynamite, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta say the MJF promo. I enjoyed every steel. second of that. I but like let, me, how, let me ask you this question about that. Do you believe him? No, I think he's. I think he's trying to reel people in. I don't believe him. So you. So you. I think you, it's a. It's a. It's a. If he swerves, it's an MJF it plot. It's an MJF plot to to get people on his side, really. And that's the crazy thing, right? It's like almost. It feels like a plot, doesn't it? Because if that's mm-hmm. a plot of him trying to get people to feel bad for him. That is a terrible and genius way of doing it. Oh, yeah. And it was a spot-on great promo, too. I loved every second of it. And I thought it, it really it really drawed people in. Uh, you could tell the fans, like, a lot of people in the crowd were not looking away or doing something else. Everyone was paying attention to what MJF had to say, and you really saw that during no, this it, promo. It felt real, and you saw the tears coming down his eyes, but then CM Punk came out and said, is it true? The the right thing to do would be to have him beat Punk. 
at Revolution. Because if you're trying to build this mega heel, which is what MJF is trying to do, mm-hmm. or what Tony Khan is trying to do, and then so works- far, so far, Tony Khan's done a great job with that because in the uh, PW Insider magazine, twenty uh, MJF was rated the most hated wrestler of the year. That makes sense. So you see right there, that right away, I don't know where he's going. So you see right away, that makes sense um, in regards. Alex, take it away for a second. I'm just going to go bring him upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so MJ, uh, when CM Punk came out and asked if it was true, that kind of like leads into what's going to happen at Revolution. So I'm, I'm very intrigued and interested to see who – who goes over in this match? Uh, I think the right move would be to have MJF win the match because it would not only take him further as a heel, but it would also add more heat to the storyline and to the feud with CM Punk. So I think that would be the best move and the best route to go for the MJF CM Punk storyline that we currently have. And uh, it's it was very interesting. It was a great promo. And then the second thing I enjoyed about AEW Dynamite was the tag team Battle Royale. We had all a bunch of different AEW tag teams. And I think it came down to, I believe, Bobby Fish, the Young Bucks, and uh, I forget, um, John Silver. Yeah, it came down to John Silver and O'Reilly, Fish, one half of the Young Bucks. And then uh, it ended up being just uh, the Young Bucks and uh, O'Reilly left. So O'Reilly was able to eliminate all of those people. And now they will be facing the, the Jurassic Express at AEW Revolution. Oh, this, and remember, there's one more match next week. Yep. There is one and then, more match for another. And it's gonna. I think it's going to be the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. That gets, so I think it will get Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks first. Red Dragon at at Revolution, and to me, um, when you look at the way the match unfolded, I mean, they Lyle's been building. Lyle's been saying this for a while that I feel like when Kenny comes back, it's going to be Kenny in the box, Cole and Red Dragon, and I don't know something. If you do it, if you do some, if you do something in like. Um, they don't call it war games. What do they call it in AEW? Um, uh, I forget what they call it in AEW. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Hold but... on, I'm going to get it for a second. Keep talking. I'm going to get it. But yeah, I really enjoyed that Battle Royale. And right off the gate, I knew that Red Dragon was going to win. Fun and guts. I just, had a, I just had a gut feeling that Red Dragon was going to win that Battle Royale. So I think is that you're kind of planting the seeds with blood and guts, I feel like, because if you also look, when Adam Cole was getting beat up by Hangman, the Young Bucks did not come in to help. No, they did not. Which they let him just they, – they walked by and they said, cool, go for, go have at it. And um, when I look at that situation, I say to myself, this is how you build something like this. It's a mm-hmm. – AEW has a tendency to do this long, tenuous – Build. They don't just do something right when they go, okay, we're going to do it next week. They let it build. And to me, when I look at the situation at hand, when it comes to um, with Cole and Red Dragon, like, I feel like when it comes to time for Cole versus Hangman and Red Dragon tries to interfere, I feel like the Bucks are going to interfere too. 
and they're going to try to stop Red Dragon from interfering for interfering for Hangman. Mm-hmm. So maybe Hangman and the Bucks kind of get a little back together for a little bit of time until Kenny comes back. Yeah. That could be a real part. That would make sense. You know, um, but Kenny is 100% coming back as a face, a baby face. Um, <clears throat> I, I think you're going to build up for Blood and Guts um, between Cole and Red Dragon versus um, the Elite. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure who else would get added to that match. Um, I'm not sure. Um, see, that's where I, I wish Roderick Strong wouldn't have signed that WWE deal and would have went to AEW to join them. Um, but to me, the interesting thing was was Jericho and Kingston. Yeah, that that face to face confrontation. I love that. I, I Kingston was so funny. What's a baby face? I have a, <laughs> I have a G. Yeah, because I have a GED. You know, I thought he was so funny in it. Um, he was. Um, and 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 to me, I, I'm very. I, that is a match. I'm not gonna say steal the show. I think. I think like a Moxley Danielson match could steal the show. Yeah. Um, it'll be a good match. What I'm curious about with this is does like Hager get involved? Does Santana get involved? involved? Like, does that help? And you got to understand something here, too. Proud and powerful for weeks upon weeks were saying, we didn't get a shot. We didn't get a shot. They had their shot in the Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. They lost. They didn't win. Um, you know, so to me, it, to me, it seems like proud and powerful are blaming Chris Jericho for the loss. Well, so at the same time, I get where they're coming from in the story where, yeah, because Jericho I, I said this a year or so ago, I said this, I didn't think proud and powerful didn't even need to be in the inner circle. They, they really did not. They didn't. I mean, it worked. It worked really well, um, but to me, it just didn't feel like. I don't know. It yeah, never it felt didn't, like it didn't feel like it didn't feel like LAX. Now we're starting to get that. Now we're starting to see that, and I no, think so, we're going to see more of that eventually. So, you know, so so we get to that, and then you have, um, the Danielson Moxie confrontation, which was awesome. I think that's going to. That's a match to me that could steal the show. Yeah, that's a that match, match that could go. That match above and, and Britt and Rosa are two matches that I'm looking at that I could say. Because here's the thing I know Hangman Cole will be good. I know once the Bucks are in the tag team match, that match is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog collar match looks good with between. It, no, it does. But like, and that's, that's supposed to expect it to be good. I'm talking like. Like Moxley Danielson is a ginormously big match mm-hmm. in the sense that those are two guys that they know each other very well, know each other well. They never f- they fought in tag team matches, I believe, mostly in WWE, mostly yeah. tag teams. Never, it, it was very rare if they were to fight each other one on one. I don't know if they ever fought each other anywhere else other than the tag matches in WWE because the thing was. You know, Danielson was in ROH, and Mox was in uh, GCW and PWG and all those places, so they never really did it there. Um, I look at that match, and I look at Rosa and Britt. That's a match that has been building for so long. 
And to me, and we're going to preview Revolution next week when Lyle's here. Mm-hmm. Um, right? I want to say, God, I want to say it's March 6th, I think, right? Yes, it is March 6th. Okay, hold on. So let me just check my calendar so I don't sound stupid, which I might. So give me a second. Yeah, so, next, another week, thing so, I next, week, yeah, so next week we'll be able to preview it. So, um, And then um, another thing we had was the House of Black against uh, Penta, Penta Obscuro and Pac. Hold on really quick. Speedy, there are no wrestlers named Caleb in AEW. <laughs> there are none. If there, but when Alex said Hangman, he smiled. So clearly Adam Page is his guy. Um, so, I mean, but yeah, but you had, like I said, I, I know you want to get to the Penta stuff just really for a second. The, the Brit Rosa, this is the match where I think somebody beats Brit. And I do think it's going to be Rosa. Excuse me. That does it. Um, that's very interesting. Cause I, I believe, uh, I think Britt could win the match, and if she does, who's her next opponent? Well, that's gonna say. that's going to be the question, right? And then I believe I would say it would be Mercedes Martinez. That would be yeah, a good next that, that, that's that's not a that's not a headline grabber. That's the problem. They got to get a headline grabber. I feel like Thunder yeah, they have to get somebody. Girl. I and it sounded like Jade is wrestling. Um, Against Ty Conti, yeah, Revolution. Hold on, yeah. let me just get. I think she is. I want to get to the card. What's confirmed and what's not? Let's see. I have. I actually have the card. On my okay. Phone. Yeah. So I, screen, Jay I did screenshot. Jay and Tyler on here. Jay and Tyler on here. Okay. Okay. Oh, and then I forgot they edit that six man match. The six man match. Oh, the six man. Andrade, uh, Hardy, and Cassidy versus yeah, Andy and Darby. Um, which I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't really care about that match that much. But I, I mean, they want to get Sting on the card, and Sammy's got to wrestle because he's the TNT champion. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know. But, but yeah, this is the House of Black against uh, uh, Penta Obscuro. What did you think about that, Josh, when Penta came out with the whole different gear and the dark, darker side of him? What did you Oshiro, think? Obscuro, yeah, with Penta Obscuro, who was his alter ego. Um, back in the day, um, wasn't surprising. I mean, they were kind of leading up to it in his in his promos a little bit, and um, Buddy Matthews showing up is not surprising. There were no, I, I, not there, there were reports that he did sign with them. Um, him joining House of Black is interesting. We'll see if it fits. Um, I think it could. I kind of knew he joined House of Black because he was wearing black and white trunks. I think um, it does fit because I feel like uh, there's not that many three-man heel teams in AEW. We need like uh, more, more, more heels like that, more groups like that in AEW to fit storylines against uh, faces. And so, what I think they're what I think they're going to do is if if Phoenix is cleared, they'll have that match for Revolution. If he's not cleared, they'll probably just do that match on Dynamite at some point because you're not going to wait till May for Double or Nothing in the end of May. No. Um, which, by the way, that card is going to be even more stacked because that's their biggest show. But um, I like I like what AEW is doing and how they're presenting the House of Black, how they're making them extremely violent with uh, um, Brody King and uh, 
Malachi Black just assaulting uh, Penta and Pack after the match was over. And that just adds another element, another flavor to the storyline. And I like it because it adds more suspense. So we'll do a few more things that we'll get to Elimination Chamber quick. And then we'll come back and we'll do Cesaro and we'll do Jeff Hardy and we'll get to our finishing move and stuff. Um, but yeah. You also I, have the brass, me, I, you, have, you have the brass ring match too. And mm-hmm. all the big boys are in that match. with Will Hobbs and Wardlow and Keith, and Keith Lee. Keith Lee. And now Ricky Starks is added, and Orange Cassidy is facing Anthony Bowens tonight. I, I, I would think Cassidy's going to win that match, and he'll be added. Yeah. Um, and then it's going to be, I think, one more entry, I think, gets into that match, which I like the idea of them adding Wardlow, Keith Lee, and Will Hobbs. I think you're what you're doing is you're getting big guys, yes, that aren't looking like natural fits for a ladder match. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is you're getting big guys that are athletic enough to be able to do certain skill set moves in a ladder match that some big guys cannot do. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the facts. Um, and I think I like adding if Ricky Starks wins the match, I would a hundred percent be all for that. I think Ricky is so do a massive push. Oh, in a yeah, definitely. Um, Ricky is very talented too. You see, you seen all the match he had against Jay Lethal was very impressive. Yeah, I, and that's the thing, right? Like these little matches that he's done. He did the match with Cody, the match with Jay Lethal. Um, he's had other matches too that he's done a really good job with. Uh, it's, you know, to me, um, <clears throat> a person who do I think is going to? Win? I mean, we'll get to that next week. I could one hundred percent see Wardlow winning that match. Yeah, and. Again, you're waiting for that storyline of MJF and Wardlow to culminate into an explosion, which I think is going to happen at Double or Nothing. That's where I think they will have their match. Um, but I would think Orange Cassidy is going to win tonight um, against Bowens. He'll be added. And at that point, I think they have one more entry, and I'm curious who that last entry is going to be. Maybe they do a Battle Royal. Maybe they do a Mystery. Um, It'd be interesting if they did a mystery, a mystery entry. Uh, I mean, it's almost like you're not really hiding because you can't have Hardy in it because his 90 day clause won't be up. No, you can't have Jeff in it. Nope, which would be very ideal. Um, but there is one person you could have. Oh, and, who would that be? Uh, his contract was up yesterday, but I don't, I don't really. Know. Ah, yes. So. We will get into that a little bit later. I'm glad. You know what? I didn't even think about that, Alex. And, and also, Eddie Kingston had a very interesting tweet about him saying he doesn't have the balls to come to AEW. Mm. So interesting. So that is an interesting tweet. Um, I think it's it's I think it's a a tweet that adds element and it, it adds something to uh, the possibility of Cesaro coming over. 100%, but, we have- but we'll get to that a little bit later after the break. Yeah. But is there anything left you want to get to about Dynamite before we get to Elimination Chamber? Nope. Other than that, I would say this episode of Dynamite, I would give it a solid 9.0 out of 10. Yeah, same here. I would give it an 8.5, 9. I I thought it was a great show. I thought it flowed very well. This was the first – I mean, the shows the last two weeks have been really good uh, because they were kind of sluggish for the last few weeks before that. Um, But the thing is, this is such a ginormously massive card at Revolution – and the thing is, Double or Nothing is their biggest show. And yeah. they haven't been to Vegas since their debut in 2019. 
So I and now it's not and Lyle and I are trying to get to Vegas for that show, which we probably will. Um, now you're not even having an MGM now. Now, wow. it's at, now it's going to be at T-Mobile, which is ten thousand plus at the show. That's so unreal. when you look at the scenarios of what they're trying to do for that show, like everybody says, Revolution is massive. It's Double or Nothing is going to be just as big because that's their biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know All Out is another good show for them, but Double or Nothing was their first pay per view. That's their it big, was. That's their big show. And I think you're going to see a lot of good stuff for Double or Nothing. But let's get to Elimination Chamber right now. Yep. Um, I want to start off by talking about the Reigns-Goldberg match. Oh, who cares? That match sucked. And I know it sucked, but here's the, here's, here's the thing. Because uh, I originally I watched a video, uh, this guy I watch on YouTube. You didn't but, think Goldberg was going to win, did you? No, I was hoping they wouldn't do it, and I was no, right. It, never, it was never going to happen. Uh, I, I was this one thing I feared is that they were going to make Goldberg beat Roman Reigns. And the, the thing yeah. is, if that happened, it would kill everything that Roman worked for. So I'm just glad they didn't do that. And a really quick shout out to Bobby Lashley. I hope you heal up soon, man. I, it sucks. He's going to miss WrestleMania with the shoulder injury. And um, supposedly he really, I don't know if it's working out, but it sounded like from reports, he really did get concussed in that match. That's why he could not finish. Um, it was after, I believe, Riddle. I forget. It, I think it was Riddle that got power. No, Austin Theory got powerbombed through the through the glass, and Bobby got landed on, and and that's why Bobby could not finish that match. I don't know if it's a legit injury or not, but either way, he's out for WrestleMania, which really stinks. Yeah, it does. He, he had so much momentum, um, so he's going to be out for four months with the shoulder injuries, getting surgery on it. Um, all in all, the pay per view I thought was, I thought it was weak. It was. It was, it, it was what it was. Yeah. It, it, it. The card to me was not interesting whatsoever. I mean, the crowd was into it, but again, it's it's. It just did not intrigue me at all. I mean, no. not it excited me. I mean, it was just the way. I mean, Brock winning. We knew once Bobby was up. Brock. Oh, was we up. all knew Brock was going to win. It was obvious, you know, because you were going to do the champion versus champion match at Mania, which they've now made it official that Charlotte Ronner are going to meet event night one, which we all knew, and Brock and Roman are going to meet event night two, which we all knew. Mm-hmm. We all knew that those were going to be the two main events, right? Charlotte Ronda night one, Brock Roman night two. Yep. Um, it's a matter of is Stone Cold confirmed for Mania? Is Cody going to be signed for Mania? How are they going to produce the Edge AJ match, which I think is going to happen? Who's going to challenge? Um, not challenge actually. The both championships are going to be in that one match. Yeah. Um, Becky Bianca is a match, and I'm very intrigued by. I want to. I, I I'm a big fan of Bianca Belair. I love her work. I love the way she has the swagger and the per- personality, the the costumes, the gimmick. I enjoy it. I want to see how she does with Becky, and and she's been in a big match before, and she did a great job last year with uh-huh. Sasha. She really did. You know, so she's done this before. Um, I would imagine that match will be night two. They're not going to have both women's championship matches. I feel like Roman Brock is night two also. That is. They they confirmed it. They they, they confirmed that Charlotte Ronda will be night one. 
and Brock Roman will be night two. Those are the two main events, and that's the way it was. Uh, going Josh, I don't, I don't think. Uh, did you see the tweet from Raj Geary about the card? The 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 uh, that they're working possible, on stuff. Yeah, the card that they're working on. It's not official, but the card that they had lined up, and it to me, it just looked like absolute crap because. Uh, you look no, at the list. You look at the list, and you don't see any big talented names there. The only big talented names you see are Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I that mean, way. I would see, no. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I'm excited for Charlotte Ronda. I'm excited for Becky Bianca, and I'm excited for Edge and AJ. Edge and AJ other, will be there. Other than those three, matches, I'll give that match a chance. Other than those three, yeah, I don't have anything that it, I don't want to see Brock Roman again. I don't want to see, you know, like, like Charlotte Ronda is going to be a good match. Becky Bianca is going to be a good match. They got their women's championship matches in a good spot. They do. They do. And AJ Edge will be good. So they have those in good spots. It's Stone Cold Kevin Owens. Is it going to be a good match? No. No. But, the, the, but this, there's another match that could add to the card. <laughs> Uh, if uh, Cody Rhodes shows up at WrestleMania, have him go up against Drew McIntyre. Nah, I'd rather him against Seth. Against Seth? I'd rather Seth. You'd rather I like Seth, Drew, though. but I think him and Seth would be a good match together. I think they would flow really well. Their styles are pretty close. Um, the, I mean, the thing about the yeah. Austin matches, the nostalgia of the whole thing, um, having Stone Cold be there in Texas would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um it is his oh, home. We'll I think see. it's his home state. Yeah, Texas. It is. It is. It is. Um, he's from Victoria, Texas. So it it would be, um, to me, I I think it would be interesting. It wouldn't I, be a good match, but you know, I mean, it, this is. I mean, look, this is. This is every year with WrestleMania. We, we yeah. When I've done this now, this is our second WrestleMania doing the show. I think second. I think so. This is our third. No, it's second, 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 second. But you wonder if they're going to sell out AT&T Stadium. They will. No, I I think. I I don't think they'll sell it out. But I think it will be around. To me, I'd say around forty to sixty thousand. They're going to have more than that. Around seventy thousand. They'll get seventy thousand plus there because you got Charlotte Ronda there. You're going to have Austin on the card. If Cody's on the card, Brock Roman, people, the rest of WWE fans love it. AJ, if Ed, Cody's on the card, then it's guaranteed to go up. Yeah, but it's if Austin's on the card, it's gonna go up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, that's just the fact. But you know, so I mean, listen, this is we have Revolution coming up, and then we, and then the three of us are all in on WrestleMania, the road to WrestleMania at this point. Like, because there's nothing else um, at this point that really, um, you know what I'm saying? It, it's really, um, I don't know. I look at the whole thing, um, and, and, and to me, um, I don't know. I'm just dying. <laughs> WrestleMania to me is just like, blech. Yeah, it doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like a WrestleMania worthy card. No. 
But we got to go to a break because we still got to get to more. We got to get to the G.O.D. stuff and Jay White. We got to get to Cesaro. We got to get to Jeff Hardy. And then we got to get to our finishing move. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk all about all that stuff that came out. The, the shocking Cesaro stuff. Oh, is Speedy even here? Um, I think he is, yeah. Okay. So we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll get to the Cesaro conversation. We're going to get to the Jeff Hardy conversation. We're going to get to the G.O.D.J. White stuff, what happened there. We'll get to our finishing move, and we're going to wrap it up for the Weapon Top Boys for them at 650 and let them do their show for the football talk. So stick with us. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and Bodyslam.net. We will be right back. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text diploma to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? Nope. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her. Just eight eight five to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It, it, it. 
is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Rest in peace. Welcome to the Shield of Justice. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Oh, it's true. It's true. Now, welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, for the last half of Off the Mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and Bodyslam.net. Before we get to our last few topics, here's how you can listen to us every week along with other shows. On the Worldwide Sports Radio Network app and along with Bodyslam.net. What you do is if you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports. It's free. You can check out all of the shows that are on there, the articles that everybody is writing. Um, great content. If you want to rewatch or listen to a show again, you can see the clips um, in the archives as well. Uh, you could you, you could listen to us on the audio feed too while you're driving, WorldwideSportsRadio.com, and now on BodySlam.net. Check out BodySlam.net; they're the best, one of the best inside wrestling sources out there in the world today. Um, on our YouTube channel as well, so we're on all of that. So check that out. So much more. And Alex, if you want to quickly plug the off the mat page the off the mat website you can get the link in our twitter bio and description you click click on that link and you'll get access to a, a show pay-per-view schedule for all the big pay-per-views happening in wrestling this year you have a show archive where you can re re-watch all past episodes and recent episodes of off the mat and then there is a special guest interview page where you can see all these special guests that we have had on off the mat and so much more. So please be sure to check all of that out. Absolutely. And Lyle will be back with us next week. Um, so let's get to it quick. We have a few more minutes. Yep. G.O.D. kicked out a Bullet Club. Jay White saying that they were dead weight. Uh, I'm an impact guru. I'm actually going to be on um, Jeff Lippman's uh, show in a few weeks, uh, representing off the map. They needed somebody from the show that watches impact what? on a daily, daily, daily dosage. <laughs> and, Alex and Lyle do do it, but they watch it. In, in yeah, it's, it's I watch it. I watch too much wrestling. That's the killer. Um, so I will be on. A, I, will, I will keep you updated on an announcement when uh, I will be appearing on Jeff's show. Um, so that should be really cool to have. And uh, but, G- God is out. Jay White came yep. out. The Good Brothers are back in. Alex, to me, that doesn't that back. doesn't surprise me at all. God getting kicked out of Bullet Club and having a. a uh, the good brothers join back in because I feel like to me, the God were kind of going that way anyway. They were kind of like separate, uh, kind of just like doing their own thing and on in, in impact. And you could kind of see it. And, and it, 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 there was bits of it in new Japan too, for a little bit. So like, does that like, mean, and like Lyle has been saying, like, could they add Jay white and maybe the good brothers to a blood and guts match with Adam Cole, red dragon. And with the, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega could that be like a three way dance? It could, it could do that. That'd be a, interesting to see if they actually go through with that, though. It would be, it would flow really well. I think, it would. I think it would add to the storyline. I mean, Jay White's been making appearances at AEW. He was on Rampage last week. Um, and to me, it would be very interesting to see how it unfolds. 
Um, I feel like with the Good Brothers, I feel like they would be on Jay White's side now, and they would leave Omega's side and deal with that. Um, but now well, that G.O.D.'s out of Bullet Club, that leaves this question, where do they go next? Do they so stay it, with- do they yeah. stay with Impact? Do they want to go back to New Japan and do some more stuff there? Who knows? So that's the thing. It's it's tough for them to go to Japan right now. They're doing stuff with Impact. They're having a rivalry now with um with Jay White and and Bullet Club. Um, that's the rivalry that's going down right now with Eric Young's team too. So they're really getting into that rivalry right now. I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, there was a brawl that broke out last night on the show. And then, of course, um, if you didn't see Eddie Edwards completely turned on Impact and joined the Ring of Honor group, which was completely shocking. Um, I didn't see that coming. Um, I found that to be interesting. So we'll definitely see where that goes going forward. Impact yeah. has been very intriguing lately. I've loved it. I, You know, they, I mean, them going back on Access will help them a lot, along with New Japan getting their shows back on Access TV, which would be really big for them. So mm-hmm. we will see where that generally goes. But let's get into the talk now. Jeff Hardy confirming he is going to AEW. Uh, if you didn't see it on a clip on Twitter, he told them he's going to AEW. He's very nervous and he's excited. But he did put out this tweet. Nothing is official. Social media, it can't be right now. I've simply set a goal for myself, and I will achieve it eventually. The main thing is don't get excited. He will be there. He will be there. I think eventually, and if you you could kind of read the tea leaves a little bit, Matt Hardy's been kind of bringing back the broken gimmick a little bit with the delete with the, the delete stuff with um, private party and yeah with the, HF, with the uh, HFO. Yeah, well, now it's AHFO. Remember that? Andrade has a percentage now. Um, I think Hardy will eventually go back to to delete the the broken Matt Hardy gimmick, which I think is – with the crowd there, I think it's time to do so. The problem was that that works when when there's a crowd. It doesn't really work much when there's no crowd. You don't get Mm -hmm. much of a reaction to it. That's the issue. So I think it will work now. Um, I'm I'm kind of over the whole Money Matt um, gimmick. Yeah, uh, I'm over it too. I'm I'm ready for something something more more exciting, and actually, I do, I, I do I, think Jeff's gonna join. I do too, but I was gonna tell you I watched the interview with uh, CVV because uh, um, uh, Matt Hardy was on there. He had an interview with CVV, and he said in the interview that uh, he he. The whole idea of the big money Matt gimmick came from when he was in Impact or Ring yes, of Yes, that is true. So he did do that a little bit in Impact, and then he came. He became the broken gimmick. Um, and he said to he he said to uh, in that interview that people didn't really get over what people didn't really get uh, on board with the big money Matt gimmick right away. It took time for him to build that up. Into really, uh, I think it's gone stale at the hands over of it. Yeah, it has gotten stale, and I think it's gotten stale. I think it's time his his groups are constantly losing, so it's it's kind of. I think I think the the breaking point will be at Revolution when Cassidy gets pinned in that match. Um, someone says this. Uh, we actually got a YouTube comment. Ali Hussein said AEW is too bloated. Jeff Hardy should stay away. Um, you can make the case that it is, it's a very bloated roster. It is. It is. There's a lot going on there. Um, at the same time, if that's where Jeff wants to end up and Jeff wants to do that, 
then he's allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. I do think he could get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, he could. Um, that's the scary part of it. That's the, that's the issue. Like, it's a matter of where does he fit? Where can he go? Will he fit that roster? Is he going to be more of a leadership kind of guy? Um, do they want him as a leadership guy with all the incidents that's been going on, the personal stuff that's been going on with him? But let's get into this uh, really quick, and then we'll get to our finishing move. Yep. The news that happened yesterday, it was very breaking news, quite shocking that Cesaro is a free agent. Out. He is now a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's an article that I found from SB Nation. A new report says Cesaro wasn't looking to leave WWE, and he isn't a lock for AEW just yet. That's correct. Now, whoever gets him is going to be a very, 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 very happy person. Because to me, he's a really good promo worker, but his in-ring ability is mm-hmm. it's, it's And then Dave Meltzer said that Cesaro wasn't looking to leave WWE. The two sides were negotiating. They could not agree to a contract. Yeah, negotiating a new contract, but unlike Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Styles, they couldn't come to terms. Yep. The likely reason Cesaro might be leaving is because he wasn't offered the huge money those men were. Those Which men is, were. Yeah. you can make the case he's there with those guys. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that, you know, it was kind of weird. He beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, and then he challenged Roman Reigns for the championship, lost, and then you never heard anything from him again. And it was kind of like his momentum got yeah, totally written off. And to me, I just found that to be a very weird, weird way it was doing I don't know where he's going to end up. I could 100% see him going to AEW. Um, I could see him even go- maybe even oh. like uh, I you know it'd be a great fit for him because there's not many guys like him over there. New Japan would be so. I mean, New Japan would be good. It's just a matter of does he want to travel? It's does he want to travel to Japan? Does he want to go there? I mean, that would be up to him. Obviously, that's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I my take is I think AEW is going to be the ones that do sign him. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. You never know. Um, and then that would be an interesting thing because even the other big news that happened this week, Alex, it was the EC3 and Braun Strowman stuff. They're going to start their own wrestling promotion um, together, which was an interesting piece of news. I'm curious how that goes. Ali um, says he would be better in Impact. That's a good fit for him. Also, there's there's a bunch yeah. of different options there. There are, but the EC3 Braun Strowman stuff was. The news that they're starting their own wrestling promotion is very interesting. I'm curious how that does, um, where it goes. Um, we'll see. Because I know um, EC3, he signed with Ring of Honor, and then Ring of Honor went under, and now it's, you know. And then, of course, the Tony Khan announcement, right? Like, what's that going to be? Is is that – I think it's a few things. I think it's – I think he's getting content for maybe a network. He's partnering up with, a, with another wrestling promotion, or I think he bought Ring of Honor. Those are the three that I think he has. I mean, I think he could do a show with New Japan, possibly maybe in, in England or something. That could be another piece of information. I don't think it's a signing. I do not think it's a signing. I think it's going to be he bought content, he's running Ring of Honor now, or he is maybe partnering up with New Japan for like a mega show. Hmm. So those are my guesses. What's your one guess? I would say he partners up with – the- with New Japan for a minute. Yeah, I could tell. I don't think it's a signing. 
No, it's not. No, I don't think it is. And apparently it's going to be announced Wednesday. He just had to get the final details with it. So we'll see. It's going to be something similar to a G1 Supercard. That's how I Yeah, feel. no, I agree with you. So we're running out of time. So let's get to our finishing move now, Alex. What you got? So my finishing move is AEW is having a bonus live event for AEW Revolution. And this is taking place at Universal Studios Florida on Stage 19. Yeah, I should go. It's it's Thursday. You don't ever go to anything with AEW. You don't go to anything. Uh, yeah, I might as well go. I might as well buy. Not go. I know you're not. Gonna out. Go. Yeah, yeah, and this is one of the bonus events that is taking place. Uh, the day a couple days before the pay per view, a couple days before AEW Revolution. So my finishing move is in regards to how Revolution is being booked right now, and to me, it's. It's 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 amazing these matches that they have. It's like a mega car. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's um, to me when when I see how the card is looking, it looks like a double or nothing or a, an all out card. Which in my head, double or nothing is going to be even more stacked than Revolution is. I think because yeah, that's their biggest show. So to me, when I look at how Double or Nothing is going to be booked, I'm curious. And it's Memorial Day weekend, so it's going to be fascinating to watch and see where that goes, um, and everything of that sort. So we'll see what happens. I love the booking of it so far with AEW. But before we go, if you have an iPhone, type in WWSRN on the app on the Apple Store. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. All different social media platforms. We are all on there. And, of course, on Bodyslam.net. Check us out on that website, too. On the YouTube channel, check out all their shows on Bodyslam.net. Check out all the shows on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, WorldwideSportsRadio.com, and, of course, Bodyslam.net. We thank you so much, of course, for having us on your platforms um everything like that and um there's so much great content and again it's free bison.net free stuff world of sports Radio network free stuff i don't know why you wouldn't want to do it uh if you're driving us in the audio feed smart speaker you can have the smart speaker play it for you um uh, check out articles show schedules all the great content and everything and of course the off the map page which is on the twitter page which uh alex has Mention it's and what's the the tagline for it? Is that off the mat? Um, That's off the mat radio.com. Off, off the mat radio.com. Alex works extremely hard on that website. It's an amazing, amazing website. Um, it really is. Check out all of it. We're all over the place. You can't miss us and everything like that. So we're gonna make way now for the Weapons Hot Guys with CJ, Jimmy Jardine, and Kevin Jackson. Um, CJ DeSimone, of course, leading the charge. Going to talk about all Jets, talk all football, all the offseason stuff going on. So we'll lead it into there for them. Lyle will be back next week. We will preview Revolution next week. It's going to be a jam-packed show. I will be back on at 6. Um, Alex and Lyle will take charge at 5.30. I will be back on line at 6 o'clock. So we will get back to that point. So, again, enjoy SmackDown tonight. Enjoy Rampage tonight. For at Lyle Gillen, for Speedy PD, for Alex Lowe's, I am Josh Silberg. Thank you so much for tuning in here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and Bodyslam.net. This is Off the Mat. 
Have a great night. Have a great weekend. We'll speak to you all next Friday. Enjoy the wrestling. Kenny Omega, take it away, my man. I must beat you, Jew. So stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye. And good night. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.